East, and as I was praying about songs for this morning, God gave me this old hymn for us to sing, and it goes, When peace like a river attends me on my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, story many times around here that the man who wrote this song roughly a hundred years ago was a missionary to America and he came over from Europe 
and he was here for a couple years and got established and then he sent for his family to come from Europe over to join him in America and on the boat that they were coming over to just off I think the coast of North Carolina the boat went down in a storm and his entire family drowned and he took a different boat and went out to the spot of the tragedy, tragedy and wrote these words. And we're going to sing that first verse again. When peace like Thank you, Tom, and the rest of the praise band. How about a round of applause for them? They bless us every morning, every sermon. Just usher us into a time of awesome worship. Would you agree? Good morning. Uh, my name is Dave Westergaard. I'm one of the elders here at Rimrock. And uh, I do want uh, everybody to know that uh, our pastor, our friend, our mentor, our encourager, Steve Balsley, passed away at 345 this morning. Um, many of you have... have uh, already probably aware of that, but for those of you that are not, I just want to make sure that you are. And uh, Steve, uh, throughout this time, uh, has had, uh, for those of you that are not aware, was diagnosed with esophageal cancer about 18 months ago that metastasized to his liver. And uh, Steve uh, has suffered very well through this time. I think we all can agree that Steve has been an absolute amazing witness of God's mercy and God's awesome provision. And uh, through this time, as, as you well know, Steve's good. Steve said, guess what? If God decides to heal me, I'm good. If God decides to take me home, likewise, I'm good. Steve's good. All right. our, our hearts miss him, right? We have those emotions right now. Our hearts miss our friend, all right? But we can't even wrap our minds around what he's experiencing right now. 
We can't even wrap our minds around the joy that he has right now in this moment. All right? And, and, and that is a time that we can celebrate. Just thinking about what he's experiencing right now. And guess what? As a body, Lee mentioned during first service, and I completely agree, there's no place I'd rather be than today worshiping with you all. All right? This is a time today of worship. This is a time today of certainly remembering our brother, but a time of worship. He would desire that we worship. All right? And, and this time may also bring back some memories for you. Maybe of a loved one that you've lost. Or maybe a loved one that is going through deep waters right now. And maybe you are going through deep waters at this moment. I want you to know within this body, there's a group of, of, of elders that are here for you. We're here to pray with you. We're here to stand with you. All right? And I want you to know that. Nick Ewing will close us at the end today. And he will invite you to a time of, of, uh, of connection right over there by the windows on the, the south side. If you're so inclined, if you want to talk to somebody, there will be elders there with you uh, to talk about. And through these next few days, there are people here that are ready and, and, and able to talk with you. All right? You all are going to handle emotions in your own unique ways. And I want you to know that there are people here that want to stand with you. Okay? We love you. Thank you for coming out to worship today, and uh, let's continue on uh, through prayer, and then Tom will continue on leading us in worship. Father God, we love you. We just thank you for your amazing love for each and every one of us. As we go throughout this room, Father God, you know the emotions that we're feeling right now. You know uh, what's going on in our minds, Father. I pray through this, Father, that in so many amazing ways that you continue to be our rock. And maybe for some, you start to be that rock. Regardless, Father God, we know full well that you are trustworthy, that we can depend upon you. We know full well that your plans for each and every one of us, for each and every moment of our life, are for good. Thank you for that. We thank you for the shed blood of your son, Jesus. Amen. You are perfect.
of love life. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You are perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. Yes, you are. You are perfect in all of your ways. Let's sing that to him again. Come on. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. in all your ways, God. And as, as it goes with this church and with Steve Balsley, God, you are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. Yes, you are. You are perfect in all of your ways. Yes, you are. And I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine, yeah. I can only imagine. Come on, sing it. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus, or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? To my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Imagine when that day comes and I find myself standing in the sun. I can only imagine when all I will do is forever, forever. 
Sing it to the Lord. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? To my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Amen. When we'll sing holy, 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 I want to see, I want to see in you and Steve, God, and we'll sing holy, 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 you are holy, holy. Jesus, you're holy, 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 I want to see. That's our prayer. Lord, we sing holy, 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 holy. to see. Amen. Father, we thank you for that, that one of these days, for each of us who has confessed that we need a Savior, confessed our sin and put our trust in you, God, that we will see you and we will see our brother Steve again, God, and we will have that beautiful smile on his face that he always had and that chuckle in his eyes, God, that sparkle in his eyes, God, we thank you that you have gone before us to prepare a place for us, Lord, and we look forward to that day as Bill and Pat are here, God, would you speak through them? Would you listen through us in Jesus' name? Thank you. Amen. Amen. This is truly a a good day. It has uh, ups and downs, positives, laughing, weeping, celebrating, dancing in our joy in the midst of our tears today. If you would join me as I read a couple of scriptures and pray. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me shall live even if he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. For I have fought the good fight, and I have finished the course, and I have kept the faith. For I lift up my eyes to the mountains, from where shall my help come? For my help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. And he will keep your soul, for the Lord will guard your going out, your coming, 
in from this time forth and forever. Father, again, I, I know that you know my words. And in the first service, as Pat and I at least uh, agreed to be your vessels and containers, we ask you to just burn out any infirmities, any flesh, any self from us so that we would be instruments that would be pure. We pray that again at this moment. We pray that there would be nothing of us but that your glory, your love, your comfort would flow through us in any way that you desire. And I also pray right now a covering of protection over everybody here that you would uh, have a canopy surround the mind, surround the place, surround the ears that the enemy and his dashing arrows that he would like to shoot with his uh, fake God of fear would just be bound up. And that we would agree with you that when you died on the cross that your blood was shed you made a public display of all the enemies and that we can rejoice in this moment. Speak to us in your own unique way as we are your own unique children. And we ask you to do that with confidence because Jesus said we could do so. Amen. Pat, would you like to share a little bit about what God put on your heart? Sure. This morning... Uh We lost a dear friend, and uh, you always have to come and fix it. <laughs> Not that tall. Uh, but the first service, uh, I really got to experience uh, what what it was I was trying to say uh, in in practice because when I got up here the first service I uh, I was trying to tell people it's okay to cry and I don't know that they heard me because I was crying so much <laughs> and uh, but uh, I want to read something to you that is very important to all of us at this time it's in first uh, Thessalonians chapter 4 and it's a passage I know you're very familiar with but we need to remind each other. Paul always, uh, always told us to stir each other up by way of reminder. Verse 13, it says this, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve as those of the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. And I just want to focus in on, on uh, one thing here, and that is the hope. You know, we're not, um, we're not grieving Steve. Hmm. 
we're grieving our loss of Steve. Uh, Steve said it many times, the day he dies will be the best day of his life. And he's enjoying the best day of his life. <laughs> and, but it's hard for those of us who, who remain. There used to be three stooges, now there's two. And we have to deal with that. And Steve, uh, Steve went before us. And now we have to deal with the fact that he's not with us. And that's what grief is. It is, it's a good thing. It really is. It's a hard thing, but it's a good thing. It's good because if we didn't have love, we wouldn't grieve. If we didn't have the relationships that God designed us for, loss would mean nothing. But we're grieving the loss of an artery as such that that God pumped love, encouragement, instruction, all the things that Steve was to us individually, uh, we just lost that artery. And that's why we grieve. We weren't designed for this. Yeah. We were designed for life eternally. And so we're dealing with the effect of sin in the fall. And no effect of sin in the fall is pleasant. And so that's what we're doing here this morning. We're each in our own un unique way, depending on how we knew Steve and what he meant to us, we're, we're remembering him. I read that passage uh, last Friday, just two days ago, uh, at a high school friend's funeral. And uh, so it's been on my mind constantly this weekend. Uh, and the thing that, that jumped out at me then, and it still jumps out at me, is the, uh, the term grieve. We're told in Ecclesiastes there's a time to mourn. And so I want to encourage you to go ahead and, and do that. Steve, uh, Steve was never very fast uh, as a runner. Uh, ever and uh, I, many of you know Kurt Voigt I think he's hunting today but uh, Kurt Voigt who uh, is a longtime member of this church uh, he was our football coach Steve's and mine and Steve was a lineman and I was a linebacker I've, I'm not fast either never have been but I was faster than Steve <laughs> and uh, and Steve played in the line and I was behind him. We played a defense where he was right in front of me and I was behind him as a linebacker and and one day we were we were talking as we Steve and I along with Kurt Voigt we reffed football together and we were heading to a game and we were laughing about some things from high school and uh, Steve said or I mentioned that I was always faster and and uh, Steve said, but you're not bigger. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I know, but, you know, the truth is I'm faster. And <laughs> Kurt laughed and he said, I noticed that you always, when we, at the end of practice, we would have to do sprints and we'd run from the sideline to the hash mark. 
and um, Kurt reminded me that uh, he, he kind of laughed, you know how Kurt does and he kind of looks, he says, is that why you always got in line next to Steve at the end of practice? And I said, I'm no dummy. Because if you, if the coaches felt you weren't hustling, you had to run extra. Well, I could always beat Steve. So he was always right beside me. And he said, no, I was always in front of you. And I said, no, you weren't. And he said, I played the line, you were always behind me. And I said, well, I always had your back. And he said, no, I've always been in front. <laughs> and, you know, he has always been in front. And he beat me in this race. Remember uh, when uh, the night or the morning of the resurrection, the two apostles, John and Peter, they ran to the tomb. John tells the story because it was evident that he won because he says the other disciple, meaning himself, got there first. Um, when I got the news of Steve's cancer, I told him I, I, didn't, I didn't want him to win this race. But he did. But he's with the Lord, and that's what our hope is in, is that, yeah, now for a, a time we grieve. Now for a time we count the loss of the love of God that uh, we received from Steve. But now is a time when uh, I think one of the few times, really, where God allows us or tells us it's a good thing to look inside. Our focus is always to be outward and that it should be even in this time, but there's a, what mourning is, is, is examining what's going on on the inside of you. Uh, where are you hurt? And why do you hurt? And it's counting the cost and it's grieving the loss so that we can get focused outward Again, I shared some stories uh, about Steve and my relationship this morning, and, and I can't believe how much that helped. Uh, Bill can attest, I didn't, I didn't do too good this morning. Um, You're just right. But just, uh, just sharing really, uh, really helped me uh, examine my loss and just what a special gift Steve has been to me and I know he's been a special gift uh, to all of you uh, <laughs> Bill and I also have a very close relationship and I was sitting there this morning and I, I was just sobbing over here in these chairs and all of a sudden Bill uh, shoots me a, a one-liner from a movie that we both love and and I found myself laughing in the midst of uh, midst of all the tears because that's mm. that's how you know people and it's how you love people and so don't be afraid to cry don't be afraid to laugh mm. uh, everything's appropriate just be mindful of everybody else in their place of grief too okay.
And don't miss opportunities to love. Absolutely. We are going to keep this very short. I want to just challenge you as you process this today and process a lot of different thoughts. And I, I, I do want to not... Uh, uh, or disregard the fact that many of you have had people in recent time have you've lost them uh, they've died or people have left and they were probably even closer to you than Steve was to you and so this is not just for the life of Steve this is for each of us and all the losses that are 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 there before you and uh, remember in the Bible as you look in the scriptures there were so many deaths that were recorded and with each of the deaths, there was a lot of responses that were recorded. And I have found that as many deaths that were recorded, there were as many ways to address and grieve loss. There is not a way to do it. We have counseled for many, many years people with, with uh, losses. And, and the thing I can tell you is there's no easy answer to it. Just like the fingerprints in your hand, you will grieve all differently. And it'll come and go, and that's, that Scripture actually encourages that. There's times to laugh, there's times to cry, there's times to mourn, there's times to rejoice. And I think I just encourage you, uh, as Pat was sitting there crying and tears were coming down, to be able to say something that all of a sudden laughter's coming, it will come and go, and you can't control it. And don't try to control it. When we, we're looking at three things real briefly. Number one, we're looking at Steve, and when we look at Steve, there ought to be nothing but celebration and glory and praise to your God for this time. He was born for 345 this morning. That's what he was born for. And he got there, and he was trying to encourage you, and I don't know if some of you ever caught some of the things he said at the end, but he tried to still you for a minute, and he says, you guys... If you die, you go to heaven. What don't you get about this? And, and that's the part, is this is a celebration, and we should celebrate. When I think of Steve, I will celebrate where he is, the things he has, the song that you sang there. Will he be standing right now? Will he be on his knees? I don't have any idea, but he will be celebrating, and he is celebrating. And the thing is, all of those things that he possibly had questions aren't there anymore. But you also have two other things. You have the family, you have friends of his, and sometimes you wonder, I don't know what to say. Well, let me give you a word of advice. Number one, there's no counsel you need to go. Nobody needs counsel at that time. The few words, the better. They just need to know you care. The scripture says, encourage each other with, with what words? That Christ is coming back. This is all, this whole thing's going to come to an end pretty soon. By the blink of an eye, we are going to see the verse Pat read as he is going to come in all of his glory, not like the way he left. He's coming in all power, and we are going to rejoice. So with other people, the, the scriptures talk about a peace I'll give you, not a peace of this world, a peace that nobody can comprehend or explain. And... The other thing I would encourage you to do is please extend grace to each other during seasons like this. I told the first service that my wife uh, just got news two days ago that uh, her brother, who lives here, uh, called us and just said that he is filled with cancer and that there's no hope he's going to die fairly soon. Just 
like that. And here I've got to deal with Steve, and there's all the things that have been happening this week. And, and uh, Nancy and I were kind of, we get along really well, but in the last couple days, we've just been kind of picking at each other. And I, and I realized when I was getting ready for this is she's probably at about an eight on the emotional scale. And, uh, and I'm probably 7.5. And we got done with the first service, and she walked down with me to the car. And we both at the same time, stop, no, you go ahead, no, you go ahead. We both said, I'm sorry. I just have not extended grace to you during this season. Please extend grace to people. You don't know how they'll react. You don't know how you'll react. It's uh, something that I would encourage you to do. Lastly is to look at yourself. And when I talk about looking at yourself, I just basically want to pick up where Pat left off, and that is that uh, it is good for you to grieve. It is good for you to laugh. It is good for you to go ahead and look at these things and look them in the face because they actually will draw you closer. And we'll talk more about this another time. And uh, it says, In all things we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loves us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor things to come nor any other hidden thing will ever separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. You see, death is overshadowing us from the day we're born. And it's an interesting thing that we have done, and I don't know very many that haven't done it, but in this life, so-called, this between uh, being born and to the time we die, we invented this false god. And this false god that we invented is the fear of death. And then we spend our whole life running from, from it. We're running from a false god that we invented. Now, death is real, but the fear of death should not be amongst those that have called, received Christ. And the thing that we do is we find that we come to the end, and you see people that come to the end, and what's important is just what they grab onto, what's not important is washed away, and you heard that from just a public picture. You got to do something that very few people in the world got to do, and that is you got to watch a man die right in front of you. Everyone's going to. And he did it well. So I encourage you in this thing is to, to, to put to death that false idol and love casts out fear. There is a, a, a thing that's going to happen, and I know that uh, somebody said, gosh, it just seems like there's just more and more and more news like this every day. Every time the phone rings or the text rings, uh, you're just wondering what's next. And uh, yeah, I get a text in the middle of the night. I'm thinking, okay, now who? What's going on here? And I realized that I had started to look at life from a death perspective. And God says, I have set before you life and death. Choose life that you may truly live. And what he's saying is this, is one of the ways that you celebrate Steve's life is go live life to its fullest. Get outside. Go enjoy life. Enjoy the things that God has given you. That is a way of worship. I encourage you to go do so. And in doing so, embrace the love of God and pass the love of God on. It says that love will cast out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and we have all escaped that. I want to read you in closing 
a saying. I actually reduced and cut the saying down. I was going to put it up on the board, but if you will know, uh, I had another sermon I was supposed to give until 3.45 this morning. And so I didn't get a chance to put it on the board. I might bring it next week. Uh, this uh, quote is by a guy named J.W. Tolzer, and he's a man, and he's been dead for years and years, but he's a guy that is, I've read his stories. I've actually even listened to him on Real to Real. You guys have any clue what Real to Real is? I told the first, first uh, service, I said, if you don't know what Real to Real is, look in the encyclopedias. <laughs> and they have no idea what I'm talking about. But we took it from reel to reel, removed it to a tape, to a CD, to a whatever it is up in the sky, a cloud or something like this. And so, and, and this was really, really probably one of the most encouraging things. And when I heard it, I can remember where I was, where I was standing when I heard it. And it gave me just soldier, uh, an attitude of, we win this war. Let me read it to you as Tom then gets ready to come up. You see, we can dance and laugh in joy within our tears. Sure, the king of terrors may come before Jesus comes back for us, but true faith will look old age and death in the face and say, I know you're coming, but you've already lost. I will stand with a body of eternal youth in a new heaven, a new earth, with my beloved, long after I forget you ever existed. Pray with me. Father, I realize that as I say that, that there is truth in that. You said, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? You have no sting over us. And yet I ask you, Holy Spirit, to let each one of us feel the joys that we had with Steve and got to share and let us feel the pains of our loss. But fill us, Holy Spirit, with your life that it will go out and re reflect your glory to other people and people will be drawn to you because we are not those that grieve without hope. We're going to trust that you will do it uniquely in each of our lives and let us pour out grace onto one another during this season. And it is in confidence we ask it. Amen. Amen. A uh, few weeks back, I was uh, uh, out at Steve's house, and and uh, he told me this was one of his favorite songs, and uh, that meant a lot to me because it's a song I wrote years ago uh, when I was going through a hard time, and I want us to sing it together, but before we do, I want to say this. I don't know everybody in this room. I don't know where you're at, but if you're a person who has not asked Jesus Christ to forgive your sin and come into your life and make you whole, it's a good day to do it. If you have not done that, you have reason to fear death. But if you have confessed your sins and said, God, I need a Savior, then there is no fear in love. Let's stand and sing this. Goes like this. Someday I'll rise up and be with you. Someday I'll rise up 
and be with you. Through your grace and by faith, Lord, I know it's true. Someday I'll rise up with you. And I'll see your face. Someday I'll rise up and see your face. Someday I'll rise up and see your face no more anger no pain in that holy place someday i'll rise up with you and i'm gonna praise your name someday i'll rise up and praise your name Someday I'll rise up and praise your name. In a blink of your eye, Lord, I will be changed. Someday I'll rise up with you. Amen. Next. Check, check. There we go. I'm an elder at the church here, and as a team of elders, we really want to let you know that we're here to serve you all uh, during this time. It's a, a time that we all will experience a lot of emotion like has been shared, but it's also a great opportunity for us to lock shields together and be here with each other. And so after services, we'll be over here in the alcove next to the, the wall over there for you to pray with or, or just communicate with some of the elders. Let's make sure we get over there. Um, but with that, let's uh, close in prayer. Lord God, during this time, I'm just so reminded and thankful for eternal life, uh, that you hold all things in your hand. You know all things, and so we acknowledge your presence with us today, but I just lock on to your promises for tomorrow, and I ask that you would remind us of the victory that we have in Christ Jesus, that the promises of being with you forever is what holds us during times that we may not always feel it but I pray that you would grant us the faith to trust it and to act on that and to encourage each other in that, that one day, God, you will destroy destruction, you will break brokenness, and you will kill death. And so we stand here underneath your grace and trust that uh, you will continue to glorify yourself and bring us with you. Amen.